on? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. Uh, today on the Black Financial Channel, I want to talk about Elon Musk. It, it appears that Elon Musk is kind of crashing Twitter. There's a lot of craziness happening on Twitter right now. Lots of power outages being reported. And I'm going to talk to you about what's going on with Twitter and give you my Dr. Boyce perspective on what I think might be happening. So get comfortable, buckle up a seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under the B1 condition. B1 means we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. B1 also means that we educate our kids. B1 means that we invest for our families. So uh, if you are an investor, if you're preparing for the future, then put a B1 in the chat. Uh, what's up, JB? How you doing? I am on uh, TikTok today. Uh, so what's up to everybody on TikTok? I don't go live on TikTok that often, but if you want to follow me on TikTok, just look up Boyce Watkins. Be careful, though. There's a lot of fake accounts out there. Also, just a reminder, this podcast is on Spotify. So if you go to Spotify, if you like intelligent black content and you like financial content that makes you richer, smarter and happier, then uh, just look up Boyce Watkins on uh, Spotify. My goal is to improve your life. All right. Uh, what's going on, Dr. Vibe? How you doing, brother? Q o, o Jones, uh, Yvonne McGee, Suki. Uh, Diamond 2.0, Marcus Persley. Everybody should follow Dr. Vibe, by the way. He's out of Canada and he's a good guy. And I, I respect what you're doing, man, 100%. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So, right now, Elon Musk at Twitter is uh, doing some really interesting stuff. I was looking up uh, some things on Elon Musk, and it turns out that uh, he's, he's, he's acting a damn fool on Twitter. There have been a lot of Twitter outages reported. Let me know if you've seen any outages on Twitter lately. Uh, it says here on this article in IGN.com, following a ton of reports from users saying they can't see new tweets and are being greeted by a rate limit exceeded error message, Elon Musk has announced new daily Twitter limitations that include, un uh, include allowing unverified users to read only 600 posts per day. So that means that if you are not verified, if you didn't pay Elon Musk that $8 or $10 or whatever the number is, that you can only read a certain number of tweets per day. Uh, it says here that you can only read 600 posts per day. First off, how many, does anybody read more than 600 Twitter posts a day? How many of y'all read more than 600 Twitter? Yes or no? Does anybody? I don't read that. Six, 600 is a lot. That's a lot of reading. So, so I think that what's happening here, I'm going to speculate and say that I think that what he's doing is he's fighting against those people that are using Twitter for data. Uh, a lot of these large language learning models, these, this AI is dependent upon getting, you know, gathering organic conversations throughout the internet. So uh, people that run big platforms like Twitter and Reddit are starting to charge money, uh, you know, for uh, use of their data. They don't want you scraping Twitter and just grabbing a bunch of conversations and then putting it into your large language model so you can sell some sort of chat GPT app or an AI app, right? So so I, I think that that's what's going on. I think there's kind of a battle over the data and Musk is trying to make them pay more money, uh, just like the Reddit. Well, the people that run Reddit were trying to charge more money and people got mad, but they were like, we have to charge money because people are taking our data for free and then they're reselling it. So, um, you know, now I'll say this too, um, you know, even, but in some of these platforms really are kind of getting over like TikTok. If you look up, I forgot what site it was I looked up, but on TikTok, don't try to monetize your channel on TikTok. TikTok will rob you. They'll give you a bunch of views. Maybe if you're lucky, you'll go viral. 
but they, and they claim to have this creators fund that pays money or whatever, but they don't make the numbers public. And the reason they don't make the numbers public is because somebody said that if you get a million views on a TikTok video, you might make 50 bucks. Well, I'll tell you what, if I get a million views on a video, I expect a whole lot more than $50. Whereas on a YouTube channel, you can make at least a couple thousand dollars, maybe more on, on, a, on a viral video that goes up like that. So uh, so in terms of monetization, uh, I would really think carefully about that. But anyway, moving back to Twitter, uh, I'm going to read more of this article. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. Uh, here's what uh, Musk says on his tweet. And uh, I'll actually, uh-oh, wait, hold on, guys. I think I lost my screen here. I hit a button and then I lost. <laughs> I lost what I was <laughs> clicking on. Yeah, my whole screen went black for a minute. Sorry about that. If you're if you're listening on Spotify, just forgive the chaos. Uh, but um, but yeah. So so one of the other things about this article uh, that you can see if you're watching my screen. If you're not, I'll just describe it to you. Uh, here's a tweet from Musk. And so in this tweet, Musk is basically saying to ad address extreme levels of data scraping. See, I told you it's about data uh, and system manipulation. We've applied the following temporary limits. Verified accounts are limited to 6,000 posts, reading 6,000 posts per day. So if you're verified, you can read 6,000 posts per day. Unverified accounts are limited to uh, reading 600 posts per day. And new unverified accounts can only read 300 posts per day. Uh, if you are a verified Twitter blue account, however, you will read 6,000 posts a day. Musk gave no further clarification or timetable, but this change has already caused thousands of people to report outages as they are not able to see new tweets and are getting the previously mentioned rate limit exceeded message. According to downdetector.com, there have been over a thousand reports of Twitter outages since 4 a.m. Pacific time or, 8, or 7 a.m. Eastern this morning, July 1st, and the number has continued to be well over a thousand. Okay. Uh, so, so basically, it looks like Musk is. Uh, is working with Twitter. I wonder if he can handle the job. I think that the acquisition of Twitter was not, in my opinion, the best business move he could have made, but I don't think he bought it for business reasons. I think he bought Twitter for political reasons. I think Musk comes off to me as the kind of guy who will sacrifice a few billion dollars uh, to make his point politically. And what's wrong with that? I mean, whatever your politics are, I mean, if you've got a hundred billion dollars, why not give 20 billion for something you believe in? You know, everybody thinks you have to make as much money as possible. I don't believe that. So don't ever don't ever call me a capitalist because I'm not a capitalist. One of the things about capitalism is it, it teaches you to be very money hungry. And I'm not a big fan of that at all. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, also, I want to let everybody know if you like uh, some of you are asking me for stock selections and things like that each week. I have a list of AI stocks I can send you as well as uh, I can send you a stock tip every week uh, that, of stocks that I'm buying. Uh, just get on our text list. Uh, just text the word stock to 31996. If you text the word stock to 31996, you'll be on the list. And also just a reminder, I'm going to be speaking in Seattle, July 8th. So if you live near the area or you want to fly in and uh, we're going to do a four day deep dive training on my new book. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. So the book Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power is on uh, is on Amazon. Now, let's see. <clears throat> let's see. Um, feel free to ask me a question if you have one. Let's see. Power Sex says haters hate on boys for views, regardless of the reaction. They hate react quickly because dude is an ex of what beta weak males wish they could be <laughs> an example. <clears throat> oh, wow. Well, thank you. I think that's a compliment. OK, I wasn't sure that was a compliment or insult, but it looks like it was a compliment. And uh, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're really winning, you're not really worried about what people say. And, and then also, um, you know, the, what Steve Harvey always says, and I, I think he's right about this. He says, you'll never be hated on by somebody who's doing better than you. You know, people doing better than you are winning. They're not, you know, but people that 
uh, maybe attack are people that are trying to get whatever you have. Right. So um, it's OK. <clears throat> it's OK. And it's OK for people to question my ideas or challenge me. And I've told every one of them anytime I've ever talked about anybody, I've always said that I'd love to uh, debate them publicly if they'd like or I'll go on their platform if they want to talk to me. I'm not scared of them. So it's um, you know, it's all it's all love on this end. All right. So uh, somebody says, what's going on with Cash App? I haven't seen anything wrong. Is anybody seen anything going on with Cash App? I haven't seen anything going on with Cash App. Um, and so, uh, so anyway, another thing too, uh, don't forget that, uh, as of Monday, you're going to, um, you're going to start jumping back into the stock market. I, I'm looking at some headlines here. Uh, see Tesla reported 466,100, wait, 46,140, uh, 46, 466,140 deliveries for the second quarter and production of 479,700 vehicles. Now, the thing about that number, though, is it doesn't mean anything without context. So let's see here. Deliveries are the closest approximation of sales disclosed by Elon Musk's vehicle businesses. The second quarter of 2023 marked the fifth period in a row when Tesla reported a higher level of vehicles produced compared to deliveries. This is a big deal for people that have invested in Tesla. One of the concerns that Tesla investors have always had with Elon Musk is that he was uh, running too many companies, doing too many things at once. Well, I will tell you, every time I look over at uh, at SpaceX, they're doing something fabulous and amazing. When I look over at Tesla, he's meeting his numbers. Twitter is a little janky at times. It's not what it used to be, and it's probably going to lose some momentum because uh, Musk has revealed a, a political leaning. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and say, and this is actually related to like Bud Light. Uh, Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch have lost billions because they chose to uh, get get the um, the guy, the guy who's trans, right? They got the trans person to uh, market their beer, Dylan Mulvaney. Did anybody else see that? Give me a yes if you saw that. And uh, if you look at Anheuser-Busch stock, it's just been straight up in the toilet. Um, Anheuser-Busch stock has literally just been absolute garbage. Uh, it's been dropping uh, ever since they did that ad. Uh, if you look at Anheuser-Busch stock over, said the last, uh, even the last five years, they were not making money. And so what that really showed, and Target got its butt kicked too, when they tried to do, you know, the little, um, Pro, the little pride day thing. And I, I just really think companies need to stay out of politics, you know? And so, so uh, unless they, they're okay with losing billions of dollars now with Musk, uh, I would say the same thing to him too. I, I think that if he wants Twitter to make money, he can't be overly political, but he already has. And that's his choice. Uh, I get the sense though, when remember the difference with Musk versus say Anheuser-Busch is that Anheuser-Busch is a publicly traded company. Twitter is not a publicly traded company. So Elon Musk, when you have a privately traded company, you can take those sorts of political stands. Like for example, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, you know, they make it clear we're Christians. We don't open on Sundays and all that. Well, if they were a publicly traded company, they couldn't do that. But that's also why they don't become a publicly traded company because they don't want shareholders to tell them, Hey, you can make an extra 20 billion a year. If you open up on Sundays, I don't know about y'all, but every time I want to go to Chick-fil-A, they're closed. It just, I just happen to crave Chick-fil-A on Sundays. I have no idea why. And it pisses me off because it's happened a million times. And, uh, but, but you know, the thing is, this is important for black people to understand too. When you're talking about business, you got to always know the trade-offs. You know, all money is not good money. So if you have core beliefs, if you have something that you just want to stick by and you don't want to fold on anything uh, on, on, on that particular area, then think about who you're getting your money from. If you decide to go publicly traded or you're taking money from whether it's white people or or Jewish people or whoever, that sets the parameters on the things you can and cannot do, can and cannot say. So if I'm taking money from the Jewish community, no disrespect to the Jewish community. If you're Jewish, you're welcome to come here. Nothing against you. No, don't disdain for you at all. I have admiration. 
for the way the Jewish community builds businesses, by the way. I'd love it. I gave my daughter today a copy of a book called How the Jews Invented Hollywood, an empire of their own. Uh, and I had a re I want her reading it because I'm like, look, you're going into the entertainment space. Study how the Jewish community pulled their resources together and built the biggest studios, how they built Warner Brothers, how they built MGM, how they built Universal Studios, how they built the William Morris Agency, how they built thousands of businesses in that ecosystem because black people can do the same thing. Tyler Perry's doing a little bit of that. You know, he, now he's got the Medea dress and all that. I can't get with that part, but I do get with the idea of pulling the resources together and creating something awesome. And he's even working together with TD Jakes. And I just think that that's just some, those are just some powerhouse combinations. And I hope they can continue down that path. So um, anyway, so, so my point is to say that, you know, the, the structure of your company, the, the place you get your money is going to shape what you are and are not allowed to do. And you have to gain the ability, especially if you are a black person owning a business, you must gain the ability to say no. If the money ain't right, then then that's not your situation. That's not what God had for you. You're not supposed to take money from just anybody, because if you do, and this is what happens all the time. This is why so many black celebrities are just neutered. They're literally neutered. They're little punks. They come out and they're apologizing because they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, a lot of this happens because they <laughs> because they they because they they take money from all the wrong people and then they get mad that they don't have freedom of speech. And the thing about America is that freedom of speech is not free. Freedom of speech does not belong to everybody. It's not in some inalienable right that everybody gets. No, there are financial consequences to you saying and doing what you want to do. Give me a yes if you all follow what I'm saying. Now, someone says, how do I connect to learn more? Um, if you if you want to connect with me, here's what you do. Um, start with the free stuff. Uh, as you know, in the Black Business School, we raise our money from the community. to. Uh, but we only want you to invest if you feel that we're doing a good job for you. We're, I, I only want you to consider doing anything in the Black Business School if you feel and you're convinced that we can actually help you. If we, if we can't help you, then then no support. But if we do help you, we hope you'll consider joining something. But uh, to give you a chance to explore the fact that we uh, have educated so many millions of people free of charge, uh, just text the word STOCK to 31996. If you text stock to 31996 you'll be on my email list that me or my text list and i can text out stock recommendations that i like i'll send you immediately a list of ai stocks that you can invest in tomorrow that will make you money also i'll send you my five dollar a day investing plan that i put together specifically for the black community this plan is very simple a five-year-old could do it but it will change your generational wealth within one generation but remember wealthy people they plan generations ahead you got to learn how to get that wealth vision this is why we have financial therapists in the black business school because if we don't change the mindset you won't change the money. If the mind ain't right, the money ain't right. Shout out to Ash Cash, my buddy over at Earn Your Leisure. Uh, he says it all the time. He says, mind right, money right. And that's 100% true. If your mind is not right, then your money won't be right. But anyway, when you talk about money, one thing about Musk and you know Elon Musk to me that's interesting is, you know, I have, I'm I'm really intrigued with the way he became the one of the richest people on the planet. Um, and he's such a, a renegade, such a wild card. He takes so many risks. Uh, he's super smart. Uh, I have a lot of respect for what he's accomplished. I really wonder what the story is going to be for Tesla. I wonder if, um, you know, because remember, Elon, human beings are fragile. You know, they can die any day, you know. So if Elon Musk slips in the shower and dies or has a heart attack or something because he's working too hard, then Tesla stock instantly drops tremendously. And the company's valuation drops by billions. Tons of money gets lost. So, but the thing about it is so far, it's it's just exceeded expectations, you know, and, and I'm, I'm baffled by it. I'm impressed by it. 
Um, and I think that uh, he represents uh, he's really already become iconic in this generation. Um, I hope one day he gets us to Mars. I really want to go. I really want to see somebody get to Mars. Like I'd rather do that than than see him fighting with, you know, Republicans and Democrats uh, on the ground. Uh, but still, though, uh, he's doing a really good job. But also uh, one of the things that, that I think about with Musk is I think about I think those companies like Target and uh, Anheuser-Busch that were getting political. You know, with the pride parade, the pride stuff and the the trans stuff and all that, I think they're getting their butts kicked so bad financially that now companies are starting to buckle. They're not doing that anymore. Uh, Google was going to have a bunch of um, drag queens come in and read books to the faculty, to the to the employees or something. Right? I have no idea why Google employees need to be read to. Um, and and I still, honestly, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why reading has to be done by drag. I don't, you know, but. I'm not dissing. If you're, if you, if that's who you are, then I love you too. Okay. So this is nothing against anybody in here, but I just don't understand it to be honest with you, but Google was going to do that. Right. And you know what happened? Their employees put together a petition and said, we don't want all that shit. Like, no, that that's not, no, stop that. So Google backed up, they backed off of it. They canceled the event. And, um, and I think that's okay. I don't think companies need to get involved in politics. Look at Disney. Disney used to be one of my favorite stocks. I've talked about Disney so much and it was right there, right up there with Chipotle and NVIDIA and these other great companies that we've been talking about that are doing really well right now. But Disney is just in the middle of a big barrel of crap with the governor of Florida. They're going tick for tack, throwing, throwing shots at each other, um, financial shots, not just verbal shots, but literally attack, counterattack, filing lawsuits, all that. And Disney has a ton of problems. Disney Plus is losing money. Uh, everybody thinks Disney Plus is so profitable and they're making all this money because they got all these subscribers. No, Disney Plus is burning cash like crazy. You saw ESPN. Did anybody see that? Give me a guess if you saw that, where ESPN has a ton of people that they're laying off. ESPN is owned by Disney, by the way. Uh, but did anybody else see that? Uh, ESPN, uh, who did they lay off? They laid off Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, what the other guy, uh, Max Kellerman, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. They're they're laying off tons of people at ESPN. Well, why? Well, because Disney is trying to cut costs and trying to become profitable again because their shareholders are pissed. And I'm I'm a Disney shareholder. I'm pissed. Disney stock has just been, you know, stagnant. And it's terrible because everything else has been taken off. My NVIDIA stock damn near doubled, you know, whereas Disney literally the last six months has only gone up 0.35%. It's literally been super flat. I'm looking at the last year. It's gone down 8%. And if you held Disney stock for the last five years, you've actually lost 15%. So this is a reminder to you guys that a good company is not always a good investment. Disney is a good company. In fact, it's not just a good company. It's a great company. Disney makes money hand over fist. Disney has its hand in a million different pots. Disney's putting out movies that your kids, anybody else got kids that literally felt like they had to go see the little mermaid. Like it was a school assignment. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That literally like, like literally there were like, like millions of kids that when they released that movie on the last day of school, I know both of our girls were like, we have to go see this movie. I'm like, you have to go. They were like, yes, we have to go. You know? So, so Disney, so think about this, right? They're putting, they put out a Black Panther movie. It makes it's, it's, The next one's going to make $2 billion. The next Avengers movie is going to make about $3 billion. How in the hell is a company that's making that much money having the stock price prices completely flat? I mean, seriously, how is that stock staying flat when the money is like to the ceiling? Well, a lot of that's because they're not able to manage their cost structure. They're spending too much. Uh, and then also they're not showing enough growth. 
So they're not getting um, they're just not getting uh, they're just not getting the momentum that you typically have to have to increase your stock price based on stock price valuations and how stock prices are calculated. Disney uh, is falling significantly short. There's no I mean, there's no reason why you should be a heavy investor in Disney. The last five years where they made insane amounts of money and then watch the value of your investment actually drop. That's a horrible feeling, especially given that the market as a whole has just gone up like crazy. And this is another reason why you diversify, though. This is why you don't put all your money into one stock. Never, ever do that. Now, <clears throat> some of you are asking, how do I get stock? Uh, how do I get stock information from you? Uh, it's very easy. Just text the word stock to 31996, S-T-O-C-K, not with a S, S-T-O-C-K. Uh, to 31996. Somebody type that in the chat so everybody can see it. Uh, text stock to 31996. And uh, and what I'll do is I will send you immediately a list of AI stocks that I love, as well as the $5 day investing plan. You'll get that tomorrow. And then after that, I will also send you stock, a stock pick every week that I like in terms of stocks that I personally am going to invest in. So that'll get you started. That'll help you out. That'll help you make money. Um, also, don't forget, guys, we have the All Black National Convention happening October 20th in Atlanta. So uh, if you are uh, eager to hang out with other people like yourselves, uh, it's it's the greatest gathering of intelligent black people from around the world. We've gathered about 45 experts uh, from fields all the way from things like psychology to um, to science, to investing, real estate, etc. And so they're all coming together and a, a victory board and her family from rock nation. They're going to be the performers this year. Y'all love them so much. And they, 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 they're awesome. Cause they'll take time. They're on tour with, you know, with rock nation or Jay Z run Jay Z heard victory sing and signed them on the spot. So, but the whole family signed, but they're coming to the convention because they love you guys so much. So that's, but that's just like a small part of what happens the whole weekend. Uh, and so um, by the way, what is the number It's three, one, nine, nine, six, three, one, nine, nine, six, text the word stock to thirty one ninety nine. Okay, guys. So um, last but not least, uh, in terms of this week, I'm going to tell you this. This is one interesting thing about the stock market. I know we were talking about Elon Musk a little bit earlier. So if you came in later and you're thinking we're still talking about, still talking about Musk, we, that's already done. So you can just rewind to the beginning. But basically, we were talking about the uh, Twitter outages that have been occurring and how Elon Musk has basically put a restriction on the number of tweets you're able to view. If you don't pay money, they're going to significantly cut your access. And this is their way of trying to monetize. I really think that what's happening here is that Musk is losing a lot of money because the big corporations are not willing to advertise on Twitter because he is so controversial. So one way he wanted to monetize in a different way is he said, let's just charge everybody a certain amount of money to get that blue check mark. Well, a lot of people won't pay the money for the check mark. I, I don't know. I think my Twitter account still has the blue check mark. I, yeah, I'm one of those blue check people. I have about 176,000 on Twitter or something like that. Uh, by the way, my Twitter is uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins in the number one, Dr. Boyce Watkins one. That's my Twitter. Uh, yeah. Do I have a check mark? Let me see. Maybe I don't. Let me see. Maybe I, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I have a check mark. Maybe I don't. I'm looking here. Oh, there it is. I found it. I found it. Okay. I do have a check mark. So, and, but I don't think I paid Musk any money. So I think that what they did was they grandfathered in a lot of people um, that already had the blue check mark because they 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 don't they can't sell the blue check mark if all the so-called cool people don't want a blue check mark like they understand the social aspect of social media so see you see my little blue check mark right there there it is right so look at me i got a blue check mark so that means must mean i am somebody right uh <laughs> just just kidding it's all stupid uh but anyway so uh so with musk i i think that he's trying to find ways to make money i think that what he's going to start doing is restricting access to everybody who doesn't want to pay 
Uh, and it's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, you can get a light version of Twitter, but if you want the real experience and, and I, I think at some point they're going to start giving traffic and viewership of the tweets to people that are verified and not giving viewership of the tweets to people that are not verified. So everybody won't see your tweet. And, uh, and I'm curious to see what they do with their ad network because the Twitter ad network used to be terrible. I bet it's worse now because when Musk came in and fired 80% of the staff, I'm, I, I strongly believe that there was probably some sort of technical compromise that he had to make at that point where some things that were getting done at a high level before are not getting done at a high level. Now they're being neglected now. However, I was utterly fascinated by the idea that he could go into a company and lay off 80 percent of the people and still have most of the functionality. That's crazy to me. How in the hell can you still run a company? I, I, I've never seen a business where you can fire 80% of the staff and still pretty much run the company in a way where the customers don't even notice the difference hardly, you know? And I, I think that that speaks to the fact that, the, that Twitter, um, you know, they, be, they eventually, I, I think they eventually became a front for like intelligence agencies, the CIA, FBI, all that stuff. And he revealed a lot of that. And I was glad he revealed that, you know, um, the, the CIA is sneaky, man. They, especially things they've done to the black community. There's a video on you, YouTube you should watch with a black CIA agent who basically talks about how they infiltrated the black community. It was shocking, like the ways, how, how slick they were and how they learned the culture. And uh, what I saw in that was not just an extreme cultural understanding when it comes to black people, but cultural manipulation, which makes me think about hip hop. You know, uh, I don't know about y'all, but I always wondered like how in the hell did hip hop music go from music that empowered and strengthened and made black people more intelligent to becoming music that wanted to send young black boys and girls to prison. You know, the literally, I mean, just wanted us to celebrate killing each other. Like we will murder a black man and dance to the beat. Like that's, that's what Klansmen do. That's members of the KKK. That's a, a clan members dream. So I'm trying to figure out how did we go to that where we're celebrating clan like behavior. And then the same rappers that will rap about killing a black person will then go out and say black lives matter. But if black lives matter to you, you wouldn't have been rapping about killing black people in your song. That doesn't make any sense. And I think that as black people, I think it's okay. And it's okay to make this a financial conversation because it affects your finances. Your finances are all jacked up largely because your family and your culture is jacked up. Uh, people that tend to have money tend to have a financially uh, healthy culture. They have a healthy culture that breeds things like, you know, life and education and success and hard work and avoids things like drugs and stupid decisions and prison and murder. Like those things are kind of a fundamental requirement for you to build wealth. You can't build wealth if you're in a casket. I don't know if y'all understand that or not. I hope we do. We all are intelligent black people. So we get that. You can't build wealth if you're in a casket. You can't build wealth if you're in prison. You can't build wealth if you're killing people. You can't build wealth if you're on dope. Right. So when you have a culture in music that is promoting drug addiction, murder, mass incarceration, and then and then the fundamental disrespect of your women who literally give life to the community, like Lord Jesus, without the mothers giving birth to the babies, none of us would be even we wouldn't even be having this conversation if somebody hadn't given birth to us. So so we just got I think we have to think about the bigger picture of these things. Right. I, I think that you have to before you get to the conversation about what to do with your money and what stock to invest in. You got to handle the basics. And I don't really know if we've handled the basics. So I think that their cultural manipulation of the black community has undermined and disrupted the very basic things that we need in order to be prepared to even elevate to the next level. It's almost like when a kid comes to school and you're trying to teach him math, but he can't learn math if he's hungry. He can't learn math if he's getting molested. 
He can't learn math if he's getting if he's getting shot at by bullies on his way home from school. He's not that he's thinking about getting not getting shot on his way home. Like this is real. This really happens to black children all throughout this country, right? He's really thinking about what mom or daddy's gonna do to him when he gets home, or his mama's boyfriend. He's really thinking about, damn, I wish I had some food, you know. So ultimately, I really think we gotta go back to the basics and then you build on the basics so you can have the advanced high-level stuff. Okay. All right. So uh somebody asked me, how's my flying going? Uh, I'm supposed to solo. I got my pilots, my student pilot license in the mail today, and I was too happy. I, I thought it's my, my wife said, oh, this is a letter from the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration. I was like, ah, and I opened it and it was my student pilot license. So I'm totally official. I can I literally am an official student pilot, um, but that means I can fly by myself, but I can't fly more than 50 miles from the airport. So I got to keep working because I want to go see my mama. Uh, and uh, I've been trying to do my solo, but I couldn't do my solo because of the Canadian wildfires. They sent so much smoke down to Chicago, you couldn't go outside. So we would go up in the air and we couldn't see far enough. So you have to have a certain amount of visibility before you can fly. But I'm telling you, like, yeah, if you've ever thought about getting a pilot's license, I say do it. It is so much fun. You just got to jump in. Now, one thing is it does cost a lot, though. Like those planes are expensive to rent and all that stuff. Uh, and uh, maybe at some point, like I'll do a QA and a and we can talk about all that stuff. But thank you for asking. And uh, yes, I'm very excited and I'm very, very proud of it. And I'm going to keep on going. And I want to be a good pilot. I want to be safe. My wife wants me to be safe and she's scared to death that I'm doing it. But I was like, baby, I'm doing this. This is going to happen, period. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so thank you for asking. All right. So anyway, guys, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, don't forget my new book is called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. You can get a copy on Amazon or you can go to boyswalkins.com. Also, text the word stock to 31996. I will send you that list of AI stocks right now. And then also I will send you that list of, of the, the $5 day investing plan. I will just kind of give you step-by-step -step pieces that will help you become a better investor. And I'll also let you know about what we have going on in the Black Business School. We have 159,000 students. We are killing it. We have built an HBCU for the future because we have found a way to educate Black people at a higher level than before for a cost that is very, very minimal. And so to some extent, we've helped with the evolution of what what education should look like. And also more importantly, we're educating the kids. So uh, in fact, just go to boyswalkins.com. There's plenty of children's educational uh, material there as well. So have a good night, everybody. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys real soon. And uh, please hit that thumbs up button on your way out. And don't forget, you can uh, look for my name on Spotify and you can find the podcast there too. Talk to you guys soon. Take care now. Peace.